This is Tools of the Podcast Trade, where you can learn about the tools and resources you can use to start and grow your podcast. Tune in each week as we talk about the help you need to remove the mystery from podcasting so you can become a successful podcaster that can reach your audience where they are. My guest today is Seth Silver, CEO and founder of Story on Media. Thanks for coming and talking to me today, Seth. Absolutely, Jen. I'm really happy to be here. Yes, sure. My first question always is, tell me about Seth. Yeah, (laughs) good question. I'm sure you get a lot of different answers. So yeah, my name is Seth. I live in Fort Collins, Colorado and um, run a podcasting agency and marketing agency here. And really, you know, this season of my life, I'm really passionate about helping businesses to understand how they can market more authentically. And I believe that one of the best ways for them to do that is through podcasting. And so Mm -hmm. for the last couple of years, our team has been focused on helping to launch podcasts and helping to grow podcasts and um, helping a lot of business owners to understand just the value of building a podcast and how that can work into your marketing for your business and different things like that. Okay, thank you. All right. And how can podcasting help businesses? It can help businesses in a lot of ways. I think one one really big way it can help businesses is it can help by giving them a lot of marketing content. So I think a podcast is a really great source of content where you can use a podcast and you can cover a lot of platforms with it. It's, um, with a little bit of time, you can turn a podcast into a relevant asset for you know YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and all of those platforms, and even transcribe it into a blog post and email and all of these different things. So I think for a lot of for a lot of business owners that they're struggling to create enough content online but they also want to educate their audience, a podcast is a really good option. And then another way that podcasting can be really good for businesses is because um, it gives you an opportunity to nurture your audience. There's Every business kind of has like a fringe audience where they haven't necessarily bought from you. They're not one of your customers, but they, they know who you are more than they know who your customers are. And so a podcast isn't meant to just be a sales pitch. But it can be a place where you kind of create a watering hole for your dream client, for your dream mm-hmm. audience. And so it's a really good place to kind of show and show your community that you want to provide value for them. And yeah. a lot of businesses want to educate people. They want to inspire people, but they don't know how to do it. And so I think a podcast is a really good way for businesses to be able to really move their kind of fringe audience down that path to where when they want value and they want answers to questions, they're going to, they're going to come to you and your podcast for it. Yeah, that makes sense. I like the analogy of the watering hole. (laughs) You make absolute sense. Yeah. We're all going to watering hole. Like we're all getting our information from someone. Mm -hmm. Um, We're all going to learn and find answers to our questions. So it's kind of just a question of where, like, are they going to find it from you or from someone else? Yeah, makes sense. Okay. You mentioned authenticity. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm guessing that's probably a problem with a lot of B2C relationships. And so how can a business foster that authenticity with their audience through like through podcasting, for example? Mm-hmm. Yeah, authenticity is interesting because if it, it kind of it exposes us in a sense that if you're not if there's not like authentic and purpose-driven reasons behind what you're doing when you try to be authentic with your audience there's not going to be much substance. Mm-hmm. And so I think for a lot of businesses that their sole goal is just to make as much money as possible 
And they're not really concerned with the customer. They're not really concerned with serving people. Being authentic is going to be really hard. It's going to be hard to find good things to talk about. But for a business that is really driven by value and purpose, and they're wanting to make an impact in the world, and they're placing their customers' needs above their own, and all of these different things that are very purpose-driven, a podcast can be a great place to share some of those stories and share some of that value and really show that you are authentic in your desire to make an impact and your desire to serve people. So I think a podcast is a great way to show that authenticity to kind of get specific with your question. I think some of the ways that you can do that through podcasting is to share some of the stories behind your business. Every team member is a story. Every product is a story. Every core value, there's a story behind that. There's so many stories within a business that a business could share Mm -hmm. other than just kind of your origin story of here's when we started and here's what we're doing now. Um, And also your customers. I think your customers, they have a story of why they're engaged with you. So that's one way you can really get your authenticity Show, show your authentic heart to your audience is by getting some of those stories out in the world. And again, podcasts is one of many, but I think it's a really great way to do that. Yeah, it's, it's a great way in that it could almost be a two-way conversation. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And there's some ways that that's happening now. You know, for the last year or so, we've been working with the team at uh, Fireside Chat, which is one of Mark Cuban's companies. And we've been experimenting with more live podcasts a lot. And so Mm -hmm. some of the podcasts that we've been doing, it is a live show every single week. And it's a place where the audience can interact and the audience can bring their questions and the audience can give their two cents. And so, yeah, Mm -hmm. it very much does become a two-way conversation. And I think that's only going to become more and more popular. Right. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. And why should businesses tell more stories? I mean, our customers know who we are and hopefully and they know what we do so why is storytelling important well probably because most people don't know what i would i would push back and say i i bet you most people don't know what you do and i bet okay. you that there's people that even are in your close circle jen that they probably think they know what you do but if you think if you ask people around you like, hey, what do I do for a living? Mm -hmm, (laughs) It it would be interesting what answers you get. And so I think as business owners, we make this assumption that everybody knows what we do. And I don't think that's always true. And so a podcast is, you know, it's a good way for people to be able to understand your story and really have some clarity around what you do. There's a lot of businesses that they don't want to tell stories and that's fine. You don't have to, but I think that, you know, the people that we work with the best are ones that They're wanting to make an impact. They're wanting to grow their business and they're wanting to do it in a pretty authentic way. And, you know, culturally right now, I think people are realizing we have access to so many good stories. And Uh so people want to know your story. There's plenty of data out there that says that your customers want to know your story. And if it comes down to them picking a brand that they don't know the story of and a brand that they do know the story of, people will actually pay more and they'll switch brands to a company that they know a story, that they know the story and they can trust them. Um, So even if people have been using you for years, if somebody else comes along and they're more connected to their story, then people are going to be okay with switching. Yes. Yeah. I guess it's that emotional connection that you build with that brand or company, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is the emotional connection. You know, we look in our own life and we realize a lot of times the people that we are closest with are the people that we've spent the most time with. And so, you know, to some extent, time equals relationship and time equals trust. And in general, we buy from brands that we trust. And so a podcast, you know, if, if you have regular listeners, they might be giving you 30 minutes of their time every single week. 
Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that might be somebody that, you know, now you're in their ears and in their head for 30 minutes a week and they're building that trust and that relationship with you. And, and that can go a long, long way. Yes, true. I agree because, you know, it's a, a mom and usually the shopper. I usually go with that business I'm emotionally connected on to like mm-hmm. Trader Joe's or, whole, you know, Whole Foods because there's something there for me that resonates with me. So yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. Absolutely. Understand. Yeah. All right. Thank you. So we've established that it's good to uh, have a podcast as a business and it's good to connect with your audience through storytelling and being authentic. How can businesses market themselves online? I mean, we're talking online. So how can businesses do that? Yeah. And are are you saying kind of like through podcasting or just more in general? Through podcasting, but also because now they have an asset, right? That they it's new to them most likely. How can they market themselves through that through yeah. that podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, I'm biased. I think everybody is biased. I don't know if unbiased truly exists. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm answering that question from the perspective of what I've seen, what I've seen work. What I've seen is that for a business, you know, if you're a huge company, if you're like a Fortune 500 company, there's just different rules. So I think we'll talk to the, the other few million businesses other than the Fortune 500. But I think for the average small business, when it comes to online, there's got to be some level of consistent content. And so then I think that from that place, we encourage anybody we talk with, you know, pick a platform that you know you could show up consistently on and really focus on how can you give value to your audience. And so first, you know, the, the first thing with that question of how do you market online? One, you have to know your audience because if you don't know who your audience is, you don't know where they are. Right. Um, but I think ideally, you know who your audience is. You know where they are and where they're consuming content. And then you figure out a way, what's a way that every week or a couple, you know, a couple weeks out of the month that we could be providing value. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're thinking of providing value, then you start thinking about, okay, what questions is my audience in asking? You know, put yourself in your audience's mind. What if they go to Google or they go to YouTube, what questions are they typing into the search engine? And again, they're going to find the answers to those questions somewhere. It's, are they finding it from you? And so from an online marketing standpoint, then it goes to this position of pick your platform. Hopefully it's a platform where your audience is and just start creating content that becomes that watering hole. The good thing is it's, it's never been easier to create content. That doesn't mean it's easy, but there's more tools and resources to help people to create content in faster ways and more quality ways than ever before. Right. But that's really the approach that I always take is, you know, you got to know your audience and try to figure out what questions they're, they're asking. And mm-hmm. hopefully your content is answering those questions for them. Okay. Thank you very much. I think uh, I got that too from Gary V says, answer questions. <laughs> you know, you want to know your audience. Mm-hmm. Answer their questions. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Thank you. That's great. So what is Seth grateful for today? I love that question. Uh, This week, I'm grateful for I'm grateful for our home. We just moved into a new home in Colorado, and that's been wonderful. It's been something we've wanted for a little while. So I'm grateful to have our own home. I'm I'm also really grateful to uh, the last couple of weeks. I got to, you know, I was with a bunch of podcasters at a podcasting conference in LA and then with one of my clients. So those, those were really, that was a really great time and I'm grateful for that, but I'm also grateful to be home. I'm grateful that I'm not going anywhere this week. 
that I can uh, have some time to download some of what I've been learning and just some time to kind of recalibrate. So those are some things I'm grateful for uh, off the top of my head. I also have the opportunity to be close to family and so get to see family every week. And that's something I find myself very grateful for as well, because I know not everybody has that opportunity. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you very much for sharing. And it must be beautiful out in California. Colorado right now or it is. at least it's it will incredibly be windy today <laughs> and I hate the wind. Yeah. So I'm not grateful for the wind. Um <laughs> and the next few days are just supposed to be absurdly windy. So I'm not looking forward to that. But I can I'll just I can look out my windows and see the mountains from there. So mm-hmm. yeah. I've passed through there on Amtrak, so I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Should every business be creating content online? Like, you know, the mom and mom and pop store in the corner or, you know, should everyone be doing it? Yeah, that is such a good question. I think that comes down to what you want as a business. You know, I don't, I don't want to sit here and say every business should do it or every business mm-hmm. should do something because everybody's business journey is so individual and so unique. Mm-hmm. If you're coming to me today and you're saying, Hey, I want to grow my business by, you know, multiple times in the next couple of years. And we want to really build this business then again, from my perspective, I'm going to look and say, okay, I think content is a really good way to do that. I think content should be a part of your plan. So I think for businesses that are really wanting to continue to grow, yes. There are some businesses that uh, they they already have their systems in place. You know, They're getting some... They're kind of more old school businesses and, and maybe they don't need it. And it, But again, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to what do you as a business owner want? And that's, I, I actually just got off a call with a client and we were talking about this. You know, there's all these ideas floating around. And I kind of said, like, you need to know what you want. Yeah. Um, and then we just need to work backwards from there. If you don't want, you know, to build up your coaching business, then maybe you don't need to keep doing your podcast. But if you're wanting to, keep building up your coaching business and keep building up an online audience, then, you know, a podcast should probably be a part of that solution. So I think at the end of the day, it really figure it really comes down to what a business owner wants. Mm-hmm. But if you're wanting to grow your business and you're wanting, you know, wanting to do that in the modern age, then I think that content will help you much more than it will hurt you. Okay. All right. Thank you. That, that sounds useful and a good place to start, right? All right. So being that the show targets podcasters, as it relates to content, having a content strategy and marketing your business or your, your, your endeavor, whatever it is you're doing, give one piece of advice to a podcaster. Mm -hmm. Um, Think of the new podcaster or the fledgling podcaster? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. And, and I've been thinking about this a lot because we're kind of always analyzing this with clients, but then also, you know, we were just together with about 1500 podcasters in LA and, you know, everybody wants to know how do you, how do you grow your show? Um, mm-hmm. How do you get more listens and how do you, you know, monetize and make money in different things? Mm-hmm. I think my answer two years ago or three years ago would have been different than it is today. Um, I think a couple of years back, there was less competition and you having a show meant you simply having a show meant a lot more than it does today. Mm-hmm. I think what we're running into now is that having a consistent show is no longer enough. You can't just have a show and expect your show to be very successful. We've seen that there's kind of three now you asked for one bit of advice, but this kind of this is our kind of like our framework that we're walking through with our clients. Okay. Is any podcast needs to have three elements, and these sound simple, 
but most podcasts don't have all three of these. And so I, the first one is consistency. I think every podcast obviously needs to be consistent. You need to continue showing up. The mm-hmm. second one is there's got to be some kind of offer. Um, and again, I'm probably speaking more to podcasters that are wanting to, they have business goals on the back end of their podcast, or they're wanting to make more of a right. professional podcast or a career podcast. Hobbyist podcasts are amazing, but this might not apply to them because they might not care if they make money from it. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to have a consistent show. You have to have some kind of an offer that takes your listeners from podcast to offline to where you can communicate with them off of the podcast. And then the third piece is you have to get your show in front of new people. And that's Mm -hmm. one thing like every month that might look like being on other podcasts, something like this, that might look like speaking at events. It might look like online advertising. It might look like you messaging people every day and asking them to listen to your show. But Mm -hmm. those three elements are really what we're building our strategies around right now is yes, consistency, but consistency is no longer enough. We need to have a really good offer that provides real value to your audience and that takes them off show. And then you need to um, you need to be figuring out what are some ways that you can get your show so that in front of new eyeballs, so that every month at least some new eyeballs are seeing your show every month. And so that's that's kind of the advice I, I would I would leave with the listeners is is really to focus on that. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. And how can we get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. So the best place to find me and the work that we're doing is uh, just successwithstories.com. That's our website. Again, that's successwithstories.com. There you can get in touch with our team. I'm pretty much on any social platform, just at Seth Silvers, uh, first and last name. Uh, you should, shouldn't should have to try too hard to find me on those platforms. Um, and then you can also go and check out our podcast, which is called The Small Business Storytellers. That's where we're really featuring... Uh, different stories of businesses, small businesses around the country that you've probably never heard of um, and really showing the the passion and the drive behind some of the small businesses that are working really hard and doing really great things, honestly, all around the world. We have international guests as well. So okay. you can find the small business storytellers on any podcasting platform. Okay. All right. And I'll put those links in the show notes. I'd like to listen to that podcast as well. Yeah. So, wonderful. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Thank you very much, Seth Silvers, for coming and speaking to us today. Anything else? No, just thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. And um, yeah, I look forward to talking with some of your listeners, but also uh, I appreciate what you're doing with this show. And thank you so much for the invitation. Sure. Thank you for coming. Got questions about podcasting? Do you find yourself struggling with the tools and strategies that you know will help you launch and grow your show? Why not join the New West Podcasters Club where you can get your questions answered by me or one of our guest experts? The link to our next meeting is below. Sign up today and don't let confusion about podcasting stop you from owning your genius. Whether you're an individual or a nonprofit, the New West Podcasters Club is where podcasters come for answers. Link below for our next meeting.